always kind of a thing, right? Just kind of a thing. And that's why Kelly Blodgett joins us. Uh, Showstrom, sorry. Kelly Showstrom. I'm still calling you Kelly Blodgett. She joins us every week for Budgeting Basics. And we were just talking about how manifestation uh, can kind of work for you to your advantage as long as you do about you manifest things in the right way. <laughs> Sometimes we have trouble doing that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. And I was telling you, Kelly, the law of attraction manifestation is such an interesting thing. And there are entire influencers that talk about it, especially around um, money and um, attracting wealth. And while I love that to be on everyone's radar and working toward it's definitely not our plan A for budgeting and for managing our money. We can't um, always rely. And this is my my perspective, right? Um, we yeah. do need to live a little bit in the now, a little bit of the, well, what is your actual paycheck coming in? But at the same time, definitely work on that uh, manifestation because I was telling you, Kelly, I manifest great parking spots all the time and I'm still <laughs> working on manifesting money, but parking spots, I'm telling you, it really works. You got that because you're not afraid to ask for that, right? That's something that if it comes, it's there. And if it doesn't, it's all right. So those are easier things to be thinking about than money. Isn't, it? You're to, isn't that the truth? It's so it's, and it's also mildly annoying as you say that out loud that I'm like, Kelly, if you would take that me, Kelly, not you, Kelly, if I would <laughs> take that same energy and put it towards manifesting a million dollars as I do putting it towards parking spots, um, you know, I, we might not be talking today, Kelly, cause I might be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's very true. And uh, yeah, it's something very interesting that, to dig into. But today, Kelly, we are talking about um, da, 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 the emergency fund. And um, I know we always talk about this. We always talk about how it's important and how you should have one and how you can use it towards your advantage. And then, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of benefits to having an emergency fund. But specifically, I wanted to talk about three different ways that you can help um, get your emergency fund to be either in place or to help grow it a little bit. Um, if you are pinching those pennies, if you are kind of struggling and you don't have just extra money lying around from your monthly budget. Good. Yeah, this is great. I, I agree with you on everything that you're talking about so far this morning. So <laughs> you just jump right in and I'm going to follow along. Emergency funds. I mean, I, I actually have a very tiny stash, right? Somewhere, you know, could be buried in my backyard. I don't know, but I do have a, it's, it's like a very serious, like if, the, if all the world goes, I, where I can't get my money out of the bank kind of thing. I got to groceries for a little while, but not enough. My emergency fund is not big enough yet. Yeah. And the emergency fund is something, depending on what stage you're in, um, it depends on how much money you're going to want to save, right? If you are a single person and you have a really steady job, um, it's okay that it's going to take, it, it's okay if it takes you a little bit longer to build up your emergency fund because you don't have dependents relying on you. You don't have an income that fluctuates quite a bit, right? But if you're someone with um, some kids or people at home that you're taking care of, if you have um, you know, a sales job where your paycheck is different every time or you're an you're um, self-employed, those are the types of people that um, we need to, to be a little bit more of a priority to start getting those, um, you know, that stashes of cash together because it just takes, you know, one contract that doesn't get signed or one month of not enough sales. And, um, you know, we're, we're maybe a little bit more strapped and we don't want to put things on our credit card. That's the entire point of the emergency fund. And when you get really good at it, of course you can put the actual emergency on your credit card, but then pay it off the second it happens. And so you're not accruing any interest, but, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's once you have that emergency fund and it's also just in your checking account or in an online bank, um, it's really nice because it also just is that nice buffer to your account. 
So you, we talk about this quite a bit, Kelly, but you don't have to worry about once you have that emergency fund built up and it's with all your other cash, you don't have to worry about when do I get paid next so that I can afford my rent and half my rent should be saved this month. And you're like, you know, dotting the I and crossing the T's and carrying the one just to figure out are the stars aligning where I'm not going to go negative in my checking account. That buffer, mm-hmm. that's that other um, nice perk of it, um, of your emergency fund in your checking account is it just gives you a little bit of wiggle room um, as the different paychecks and bills do um, don't always align. Yep. I, okay. I agree. All right, Kelly. And so right now um, I'm looking at this article from CNBC and they're talking about how um, only about 52% of Americans have an emergency fund. And the the shocking point, which I don't think will be shocking for anybody in this, in this day and age, um, is that that's a 7% decline from last year, Kelly. And that's also a 14% mm. decline from the year before. And so what we're seeing is, especially since COVID, um, savings are dropping. Um, it's also a really hard job market right now. And it's this is all the more reason to actually have your emergency fund saved up um, because we don't know always where our next paycheck is coming from and um, the market isn't great and eggs are more expensive. And so, um, you know, we're just giving you more information as to why you should really truly look into making sure you have your emergency fund all set up um, if you haven't already done so. Well, and this is also the reason why it's dropped 7%, right? Because the economy seems iffy. I think uh, taxes, it depends on where you live, maybe are higher. Like here, they're difficult uh, and things maybe where I had them one day aren't quite where they were. Uh, a few years ago. So even though it's more important, it's also a little bit more difficult. So that's why we have you here today to try to help us build that, build that back up and not break into it unless we absolutely have to. Exactly, Kelly. And so a couple of things that I want to cover before I dive into these three um, tips are um, what does your emergency fund look like? How much should you have saved, right? And so when I'm speaking with clients, um, Dave Ramsey always says $1,000 for your emergency fund. Um, There are other, um, Susie Orman, other people that say you should have quite a bit more, three to six months of an emergency fund. Um, And it depends on, again, where, how much you're you're making it your job. Are you do you have dependents and all that sort of stuff? But to give somewhere just people an idea of where to start, um, I like to think that your initial emergency fund should be about a thousand dollars per person in your house, right? So if you're a family of four, let's get a four thousand dollar emergency fund going. Um, it doesn't mean that you um, halt everything else that you're doing um, while you're saving for that. It's just like a little mini goal of of something that you have in mind. Um, if you have quite a few member number of people in your house, maybe we don't need to have 10 grand saved up if you have 10, 10 people there. Um, but it's just a general rule, $1,000 a person, um, maybe three to $4,000 for a household. And that'll help you cover if the tires need to be replaced all of a sudden, if um, you, you know, Susie's, um, you know, school needed something and you, and you really don't want to put it on a credit card, if groceries are just a little bit more expensive, um, if a bill came up from the vet for the dog, all that kind of stuff. Um, and one thing, Kelly, is we really want to think about And this is something um, that I think we don't always do ahead of the emergency fund, but we want to really have conversations with our spouse, our partners, um, whoever we're sharing money with. What uh, what, um, does an emergency fund justify? Or so what is justified for spending out of the emergency fund? And you want to know this ahead of time, Kelly, because if we don't, we're in this quote unquote emergency, we're stressed, we're panicking, and we're figuring out where to pull money from. And sometimes we're stressed and panicking, but it's not actually an emergency. We're just trying to get the deal or, you know, it expires, you know, in one hour, whatever the new price is. 
Um, but really be on the same page with your spouse of what does an emergency mean and um, how are we going to spend the money if an emergency actually comes up? Okay. Okay. So the next thing, Kelly, um, so the three things that we can do, let's start with number one. Um, and, um, we're going to saving up with our credit card rewards. And I know this sounds a little counterintuitive for our friends that have credit card debt. This isn't necessarily going to be, um, the tactic that you want to go with first, but if you do have credit cards that they are earning rewards, this is an easy, easy way to just get a couple of hundred bucks, um, that we're, that we're saving because we're already spending that money. Right. So we're not spending money to get credit card rewards. We're already paying for groceries. We're already paying for daycare. All of these things are coming together. And then we're just earning a couple of extra rewards that you can then put towards your credit card bill. And then that's less money that you're actually going to owe on your credit card. And that money can be saved um, towards your emergency fund if you're using your credit cards that way. Okay. I like that. All right, Kelly, the next one is we're going to take advantage of bank accounts. Um, they have welcome bonuses. If you're sign up for certain checking accounts and you deposit X amount of money for a certain amount of time. On top of that, we can go a level deeper. We can go when we're online banking. Um, that's going to be no brick and mortar necessarily. Um, think of like... Um, you know, I was going to say Chase Bank, but they also have brick and mortars. There's just Google. There's a whole bunch of new ones out there. Um, and their interest rates are going to be different depending on the bank and depending on the economy, obviously. But when we have our online savings account, we can actually earn 10 times the amount of savings than we would at our brick and mortars because these um, these institutions don't have to worry about paying for the actual physical stores, right? So if you think about it, this is just going to be for emergency fund. We're just going to put money in there. Maybe we're automatically depositing it from our normal checking account. And this is going to be money that we have a card still linked to it. So we can swipe it if we need to grab money out of that checking account, but it's also, or that online savings account, but it's also going to be a little bit more difficult to get to. So we're not going to be able to just quickly transfer money and spend it immediately because it might take a day or so to transfer. And so those online banks, not only can it protect your money because um, protects it from yourself from actually spending it on a regular basis, but you're also getting more interest rate and more interest rate on your savings account and will actually help you build your emergency fund a little bit more quickly. And it could be 10 times the amount of savings. So let's just say I don't, but let's just say I had $10,000 in a savings account and I'm like, I'm not earning anything. If I put it in a bank, I could earn 10 times depending on the place depending on the place and that thing about it kelly that's because you might be owning earning 0.02 percent of your bank account you know your traditional yeah. bank you're not earning anything we don't even we don't even keep track of it right because it's pennies usually yeah, it's um enough. but you but two percent that's 10 times two percent at an online bank and so definitely i always go to nerd wallet um they're a really great financial resource person for personal finance especially um and i just look at what are the you could type in 2024 online banks with highest interest rates. Right. Um, and, and it'll pop up an article and, um, you know, they, they definitely have some partnerships with some of them, I'm assuming. Um, but then use, use that as a starting place for your research and then go above and beyond and start looking at some of these banks and what they'll give you. Okay. Good idea. And we've got a minute left. All right, Kelly. And the last one, tis the season, your tax refund. And I know this is um, the time of year that we all get excited if we do get a tax refund because we're going to go on vacation or we're going to pay off our credit card. And I just want to remind everybody that you can also use that money to just stash away. Don't spend it um, because even when we pay off a credit card, that's cash that we don't have on hand, right? You're lowering yeah. your debt, yes, but that's not money that you have access to in case you have an emergency. And so depending on your situation, depending on how much, um, whether 
year you have credit card debt, how much you're paying on your interest and all that sort of stuff. Think about your tax refund as a potential amount of money that you can put away so that you can have, um, you can start building that savings and you can have a little money in your pocket in case you need it for a rainy day. No, that's such a good idea. I'm glad that you shared that with me because that's what I'll tell my kids. If you're getting a tax refund, you don't need it. Go stash it away somewhere. At least part of it, Kelly. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's nice. You work so hard. It's it's nice to reward yourself, but you can reward yourself with something fairly small. But if you if you got a thousand dollars back, there is your thousand dollar emergency fund. And this is temporary, Kelly. Remember, you can always spend your tax um, refund on vacations next year. <laughs> there you go. All right, Kelly. Thank you so much, Kelly Showstrom. You can learn more. Kelly's got great tips. She's got a website, lots of free resources for you, and you can also sign up to have her help you a little bit more in depth if you want. It's kellyshowstrom.com. S J O S T R O M.